Hello, my name is Daniel Kelly and this is May Contain, the podcast breaking the stigma of what it's really like living with a severe food allergy. I have lived with a peanut allergy since I was five, so I'll be talking about the different situations I've come across over the last 20 years living with food allergy, whether that's dating, going out with your friends, living abroad, hopefully give you guys like a really good insight into what it's like living with food allergy. Welcome back to another episode of May Contain. So today I'm with Catherine Bain. So she works in the West End and musical theatres, like nationwide and internationally. She's done shows with the Adams Family, Shit Shit Bang Bang. Um, Oliver, um, you also done workshops with Louis Spencer. You've done your research. This, this list, it, honestly, <laughs> it goes on and on. When I was doing my research, I was like, oh my God, like you've done so much. So thank you for so much for taking the opportunity today to do a podcast. And thank you for having me. Shall we, shall we start off like how we, how we got introduced to each other? So it was through Instagram, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think... Um, my mum must have messaged me. Um, I think she'd seen your Instagram and be like, Catherine, you need to follow this person. He looks very interesting. And, you know, because my mum is um, obviously um, our biggest champions probably and always looking out for n- new products and nut-free things or uh, events or just things that might make my life easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, she found May Contain and... Um, I think I contacted you straight away. I was like, this is someone that obviously we have something in common. Um, I'm a big um, advocate for like um, allergies. Allergies and and speaking up. Yeah, yeah. just making life easier when you have um, certain limitations. So um, yeah, thanks (laughs) mum. No, so, I'm yeah, mom, so your mum's introduced <laughs> me, and I remember. Thanks, you, Trace. Started you out. I, I remember, like we, we um, you reached out on Instagram. It was like messaging you on Instagram, and then before the podcast, I was like, "Do you remember when we FaceTime each other for an hour?" And you was just like, "What? We FaceTime each other." Don't remember, don't but remember, we certainly did. I think we we spoke for ages as well. Yeah, but it was all about. Um, like really relevant things and it actually is not very often that you find someone well I I have a best friend who has the same allergy as me but it's not very often that you find someone that you can have something to talk about yeah something in common do you know what I mean like so we did it was meant to be a 10 minute conversation but I think it was for about an hour we like before we get to like allergies and like we would jump straight in like we spoke about everything about dance because I think obviously like you perform like you sing dance acts like and I was saying I remember like I used to do dance as a kid so I remember like talking about that with you for like (laughs) ages like yeah it's all coming back to me it's all coming back on the memories (laughs) Because when I was thinking back to it, I was in the coffee shop on Sunday. I was like trying to think about what we spoke about, and I feel like we covered so many topics like in that in that space. Yeah, I think I was just very interested in being yeah. involved, and um, you know, making the whole carrying your EpiPen thing cool rather than it being you know something that young people aren't doing. Yeah, certainly, it's because it's it saved my life at least twice. Well, that's what I mean. It's crazy when I've always said, like, always make sure, like, you've got your two weapons, like, everywhere you go. And a lot of, like, young people, like, do feel there's a bit of a stigma attached to the weapon. I'm like, no, no, like, carry it everywhere you go. So how old was you when you got, like, diagnosed with reality? I actually asked my mum this on the way here. Um, She says early teens, but I remember um, being a young child and um, being quite a fussy eater. And um, eating a lot of peanut butter and jelly 
or jam, as oh, we really? call it over here, sandwiches. I remember that's all I used to eat. Um, and then I think it was maybe a Christmas. My granddad um, must have given me a different nut. I think it was a cashew. And I remember being so unwell all Christmas. And um, so I think my mum then took me to a doctor. But I think um, my reaction developed. And then when I was an early teenager, that's when I was told, here's an EpiPen. They're getting worse. Um, and make and sure like, you carry it like everywhere you yeah. go. Like, yeah. And you know what? H- hand on heart, I generally do. And if I don't have it with me, I don't eat. Um but yeah, it was early teens, so and I'm almost thirty-one in December, so it, it's been with me for like twenty years at least. So you you mentioned that if you went to a restaurant and you didn't have yepen, you you wouldn't eat there Won't at eat. all. Yeah. Won't eat. It's funny you say that because um, I actually went out for food on um, on Friday see, on Instagram stories. So I went out to Blue's Kitchen. Got there and then I was like, oh God, guys, I forgot my EpiPen. So I was like, you know what, order my food. And I had to literally run back to the office. Like sprinted, That's what I would do. Sprinted back to the office and then sprinted back there. And I was like, absolutely shattered. <laughs> I didn't even want the food by the time we got back. But like, it's so important to, to have but it with I you. I think it's harder for guys as well. Ladies, you've got no excuse. Buy yourself the handbag that the EpiPens fit in. And there's no excuse for guys. It's more tricky. Like, where do you keep it? In your pocket? In Definitely your rucksack? Nice like, yeah, like... Yeah, um, but there's no excuse because they'll, unfortunately, I we've heard of, we've heard of times when people have been unfortunate enough to come across a thing that's going to do them harm, and then they don't have the thing that could save their life. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. my maturity in my I I don't really want to say old age because I don't consider myself old, but like no. I I don't know. You live, you learn, and I I take people to learn the hard way. Yeah, I think you hear so many stories, definitely online, and you, these like young people going out for meals. I mean, I, I remember there was one a few years back, and it was a couple, and he went out for an Indian, and he didn't carry his EpiPen, and, and he had a severe anaphylactic shock, and unfortunately didn't, didn't survive it. And it's just really sad when you hear about, and there's so many of these stories when you like really like dig deep and like research into it. Like the it's just like the same story like over and over again, and it people like definitely young people just need to make sure that. They do always have the EpiPen on them, like, because you never know when it's going to bite you in the ass in that sense. Even like cosmetics and, you know, things that I've read stories where someone's put a lip balm on and it's had sweet almond oil in. And then, of course, you're going to need your EpiPen then as well. Did you ever feel when you got diagnosed with an allergies um, that it was ever like going to stop you in life or kind of get in the way? Because obviously you've gone on to achieve these amazing things and like you're in the West End now and you've done all these like amazing shows and worked with... What was the different celebrities? I'm literally interviewing a celebrity. No, like, not at all. Have, have you ever felt like it was like getting, like it was ever going to get in the way and you was a bit nervous? Like, I had, um, I think I've only just recently become or overcome like the anxiety of not letting it stop me. For a couple of years, there would be a point where I wouldn't eat out at all. Um, I struggled with even being in the same room or smelling nuts so that I think um there's it's about finding a balance between keeping yourself safe but also being able to live an ordinary and I say that loosely and like an ordinary life it certainly has stopped me but I like to think I've found some like tricks and tips just to make life a bit easier how did you overcome that so I know myself I, I have 
quite bad anxiety sometimes. Mm. Definitely when eating out. How did you, do you just felt like you become more confident as you got older? How did you kind of overcome that anxiety with your algae? I am very careful and do a lot of research. So I won't go somewhere. And uh, people listening to this may think this is maybe a little bit too high maintenance, but I won't go somewhere where I don't feel safe. I, I don't think that's high maintenance at all. Like Pizza Express, Wagamama's, anywhere that has like a really good approach to allergies and nothing and actually just keeping you safe isn't too much of um, a hassle to them. I don't want to be sat in a restaurant worrying about well, you want to feel at ease as well, and I think that's, that's it. That's exactly it. It's restaurants that make me feel at ease. That's and it's where I'll so go. important. Um, definitely, when you go to a restaurant, you want to make sure that the waiter knows how serious your algae is, and mm-hmm. they make you aware that they know how serious it is. I recently went to like Soho House, and he's like, "Do you want to speak to the chef?" And I know I'm desperate to go. Oh now. my god, I can tell you, like hands down, probably like the best restaurant I ate at in regards to allergies. I mean, the food was incredible as well, but mm-hmm. in regards to how they kind of coat my allergies. So as soon as I went in, I said, I've got severe nut allergy. And the waiter was like, oh, I think he, he, even, he even said it before I said I've got an allergy. Has anyone got allergies on this table? And I That's said, yeah, oh, yeah, I've got severe nut allergy. And he's like, do you want me to tell the head chef or do you want me to bring the head chef out and you can inform him whatever you feel most comfortable with? And I was just like, and because he said that, I was like, you know what? I, I trust You've got uh, yeah, yeah, you trust him, and you, you've you, got me. I'm safe. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You got that initial trust straight away, and mm. I was yeah, I was honestly like gobsmacked at how well educated there was about algaes, and the basically I ordered desserts, and there's like you can have all the desserts on the menu. Literally, wow. the whole menu is basically nut free, so there's like you feel you're safe to eat everything. So I was like having my friends food and like we're all like, oh, we had like three, four different desserts and I'm trying a bit of that and trying a bit of that. That's and the dream. Honestly, isn't like, cause <laughs> I never have desserts. You must be in that situation no, where you never. go out to restaurants and you just don't eat desserts. Yeah. No, because that is, um, that's the side of the menu, which probably has the most risk. So, you know, um, there are, it's a meat restaurant and it begins with F for Zenders, for Enders. Oh, it's there's it's a chain, a chain yeah. and um, I went out with the dream team, um, and I was basically told by the waiter waitress that everything's nut free. I couldn't believe it, and it, it they it's so c- shocking when people <laughs> say that because you don't initially like trust them when when you hear someone say, "Oh, the restaurant is is nut free." Like. No, and you don't. You almost think it's too good to to be true. To yeah. be true, but I ate there. And I was fine. So, yeah, in terms of, like, anxiety, I manage. So if there's a situation where I don't feel comfy and I don't feel safe, then I won't eat. I'll have a glass of wine. Sometimes it means not eating. But um, a wine is is always my choice if I can't eat. It's like the go-to. It's the go-to. Because you have to be careful with gin and tonics as well because some of them are um, filtered with almonds. Infused with the gin, yeah. I had that... um I think it was like infused with like almonds. Yeah. But I posted this on my story and a few people actually reached out and said, Bombay sapphires. Yeah, it's not got enough almond extracts to have allergic reaction. Oh. But I mean, I didn't want to risk it. No, <laughs> why I, would I, I you? I was going to like, oh yeah, by the way, bring it back. It's but like um, if a chocolate yeah. bar said may contain glass, would you still it's, eat it? Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> would they, anyone eat it? <laughs> but they, they were just like, oh no, it's not got enough infuse almonds in it to for have allergic reaction mm. i mean th- th- i've heard this with five guys as well so they use peanut, peanut oil. oil in the burgers and I, I don't know how true this is but i've read somewhere that it's not enough um kind of like even though they cook it in peanut oil the actual traces of the peanut because it's been cut in hot oil 
is is so minute, but you still wouldn't risk it. I still would not no. eat at Five Guys. Have you, um, there's the most incredible ice cream place on Wardour Street. I know, Eureka. Eureka. Have you tried the, it's not hazelnut or whatever it's called. It's like the nut tasting ice cream, which has no nuts in. What? It defeats the object. And I, oh, I wish, I wish, um, I can't remember what it's called. I kind of want to try it though. No, (laughs) No. I wouldn't do it. There's like the, I know it even has, if something had like not enough to do an allergic Um, reaction, why would, why would you put it in your mouth knowing it could hurt you? My anxiety would be like through the roof. Well, they used to do that with, um, used to do like Willy Wonka bats where it was like, infused with like nuts but had no nuts in it so it's, it tastes like it's got nuts in it but I no nuts in the bar no, thank you. but the thing was I don't know what nuts taste like anyway so I'm like I'm not really getting anything out of this like no because I don't know what nuts taste like because I yeah. spend the next four to eight hours worrying about what could happen because of yeah, potentially eating nuts nah and your anxiety just be like no nope, not worth it absolutely bizarre like go through the roof so it's not worth it I was gonna say in, y- in your kind of line of work in, in regards to like educating the, the other performers or dancers about your allergy, mm-hmm. do you have to be like quite vocal about that? Um, I am. I am a very vocal person, but um, I try and come at it in a way of like, just so you know, I've got an allergy. Um, I carry an EpiPen. I try, I'm very good at maintaining it myself. I'm very good at um, trying touch wood to um, keep myself safe in what I eat. Um, I'll always have an EpiPen or I'll always tell people where my EpiPen is. And um, backstage is something called a prompt corner. It's where um, the DSM, so someone who calls the show, so it will call the lights, call the sounds, call the mics, call performers to stage for their their scenes. And most of the time I'll always have one there. So for any reason, I keel over 99.9% of the time it will be be nut related. So I do make sure everybody knows... um, and you don't, like, I think as well, like, y- you can just say it in such, like, a normal conversational way. It doesn't, mm. You don't have to be like, right, guys, and get everyone no. in a room. Because I think a lot of people feel like you need to be, like, stood on a table. But like, I've got an allergy. And it can just be, like, very conversational. Just so yeah. they're aware as well, like, of how serious it is. Do you know how I did it in the job I'm doing now? We were um, having lunch downstairs in rehearsals. And someone offered me something with a nut in. And I used that as a, oh thank you, but I'm actually allergic to nuts. So, um, and then people, that kind of sticks in their heads and then yeah. it gets into a dialogue and a conversation. They say, oh God, how long? And what is it you're allergic to? Can I eat this near you? Um, and it really kind of breaks down that. Chilled yeah. out way to um, communicate the severity of it. But I'd, I think if you were to like, as you said, stand on the table and like shout it from the rooftops, people are less likely to... Um, take it seriously do you know what I mean I think there's a way of um of of communicating to people that um nuts can hurt you without seeming yeah just like yeah like over top I mean I started one job where they sent an email to everyone and was like if you eat nuts near him like you could kill him and it was a bit too dramatic the email and it made you feel a bit silly did it yeah well when I found out when I actually seen this email and someone showed me like months later, I was like, well, because I've made it so dramatic and made such a big deal out of it, like people probably not going to take, you know what I mean? I think it done mm. the counter effect rather yeah. than just being like, oh, there's a new guy starting, he's got an allergy, just, just so you're aware. But yeah. by, by saying, oh my God, like you can die if you eat nuts near him, it just, it, it kind of defeated the object a little bit. I think like the cross-contamination con- thing is 
very important and something that needs um, addressing more um, and hopefully in the future will it will get better but can we be harmed by nuts eating on a desk three desks do you know what I mean I think if I I get an itchy throat so I'm like really serious that if someone does eat nuts near me that my throat gets really itchy but it's not just that it's the whole anxiety which comes with that oh yeah no and And I totally agree and then I think I'm having an allergic reaction and I start panicking myself and then I take me lower today and and to try and Mm. calm down but I mean I I've I've said this before on on previous podcasts but I only recently found out that you can't have an anaphylactic shock because of an airborne allergy then again like you still want I still wouldn't want anyone eating nuts near me. No, or no, I get Even that. if like someone's eating nuts and then they come over and speak to you, I've heard someone who had a reaction because you can they're smell eating it nuts as well. And like if they're like someone's come over to my desk before and, and straight away, like, oh, you go, "Whoa, have you eaten nuts?" And like, yeah, you can smell it on the breath, and then that panics me. Then so, and do you know yeah. what? That would absolutely panic me, particularly in my industry. If we're like um, singing at each other's faces and I can smell nuts and they're singing and unfortunately singing sometimes means spitting. You'll fight, if you see me putting my hand above my, um, across my mouth and someone's singing at me, there's a reason, do you know what I mean? So it's, um, I think you have to do what you have to do. Have you ever ever had a scene where like, for example, you might have to kiss someone as as part of the play and then like you might have allergic. Have you ever, has that ever happened to you? Um, well, I've been lucky because in my job, um, I tend to cover things. So if you're like an understudy, it's also known as a cover. And um, on the Adams family, I understudied one of the mums. And luckily, my best mate was understudying one of the dads. Okay. And they do have to have a kiss in act two. And I remember... Um, he, he's like my closest guy, mate. He was like, I brushed my teeth, haven't eaten any nuts, we're going to be fine. But that was like a preempted thing, and yeah. we'd had a kiss and we had a laugh about it, and like, oh, I'm still yeah. alive. You know, because you yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, that's you what I mean. To. You have to. Yeah, you can't be like serious about it. Like, oh, it'll drive you and take it out of you. You know what I mean? If you like, it's but too serious. If, I, if for any reason I was having to do something and kiss someone and I could smell nuts, and I would probably turn their head towards the back. So it looks like we're kissing, but we're not. Yeah, I'd find a way, if, and then I'd apologise way, yeah. afterwards. Like, like sorry, oh, I, I can smell, smell nuts, yeah. and you're not. Like, I'm really sorry, and hopefully they would be understanding. Yeah, I'm sure the words. Like, yeah, hopefully <laughs> that's the be last fine. thing you want is to go into anaphylactic shock when you're on stage. Like, you'd be, oh, yeah, that would be, be. That's my one of my worst nightmares. Be, yeah. yeah, I'd hate it. There, there would be a show stop. You'd have to stop the show. Yeah, and audience members, nah. Mm-mm. So, um, I I find the best way I can to um eliminate that risk and that stress. If I knew I was going on before the beginning of the show, I'd probably knock on the other person's door and be like, can you just brush your teeth before you, before, yeah. we, before we do that? I mean, I've done that or with girlfriends before. I definitely feel like they've been I out I do that with my boyfriend now. Curry, yeah. <laughs> what have you eaten today? You don't know, brush your teeth. No nuts, yeah, just yeah, brush really, them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ideal you girlfriend, you, not. You sat as an excuse now anyway, can't you? <laughs> yeah, so the nuts you've eaten, I'm not eating nuts. Um, I did want to talk about your stage nickname or your performer nickname. So th- this is my, I know what you're going to say, this is my dream team with the dance god himself, Louis Spence. This is my nickname from the dream team. So your nickname, DJ Nuts. Well, it was DJ Nuts, but I felt <laughs> that, well, that would maybe encourage people to <laughs> do things or say things. I don't know, humans can be strange. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, we've all got nicknames in the office. Mine is... What's um, yours? Oh, God. So Go I've, I've got a few. So uh-huh. I'm from Bolton. Okay. So I get the nickname um, Bolton Buble. Oh, do you like to sing? No, like just because like they're just... <laughs> They're just taking the piss, like, okay. like I don't know, like they're like, or they say, I don't know, there might be Dan's the one with the ladies, but I oh, is Bolton Boobway coming along, like right, like smooth. But got I'm not, you. I'm not smooth. I'm not okay. smooth. <laughs> and then my other nickname is Dankles. So the nickname, well, so that comes from I've always like I'm not sure my ankles, but I'm usually got my ankles. <laughs> you know what you oh. wear like crop trousers with like, like edgy. Smash. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm trying to be edgy. So edgy. I, I've always got my ankles out. So I got the nickname Dankles. So oh, Dan, like Dan, Dan ankles Dan got you. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, I don't think I have any nicknames. Maybe some people have yeah. names for me, but yeah, DJ Cat. Might get rid of them <laughs> nicknames in the podcast. But, like, yeah, you don't want to know my nicknames, like. <laughs> so if you've ever on a date, would yeah. you would you mention it on the first date? For example, with your boyfriend, did you did you mention it straight away to him? Like when you was on a date, or was it I later would, on? I would and probably did. Um, I used to be a lot more flippant, so I was. I think we spoke about this earlier. Like um, before, I had quite a serious episode with anaphylactic. Um, I used to eat may contain. I used used to risk lots of things. Um, now after having an episode and being very lucky to still be here I would automatically say oh let's go to this restaurant and they'll be like why I was like well because this is why I've got nut allergy yeah, yeah. and I'd probably do the flirty joking thing of you know if you have that dessert you can't get a kiss do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean like um, yeah. try and make it light hearted just make like light hearted joke about it and I think for me that's always been kind of like the best way to kind of tackle mm-hmm. on and you don't have to be like got an allergy straight away you know what I mean like you can just no. kind of break into conversation is you like, scare yeah, people just, off yeah and um as we do and other people do we're able to um live relatively normally um with allergies but um unless it's in the forefront of people's mind or something that is um something that affects them personally people tend to forget so it's okay to remind people yeah it's okay to say you know well that's what I mean I think people like I think I found that some people just like forget sometimes and it's not like they're being rude or like no. they're trying and to it's not kill it. Yeah, either. it's not personal to you. They're just like, they've probably got so many things going on in the day and then they might just forget and eat nuts and you've just got to remind them and be like, oh yeah, like yeah. make sure you don't eat nuts. Yeah, no, I think it's okay just to say it lightheartedly and um, just to, um, and it's okay not to kiss them if you're unsure. <laughs> yeah, don't Le- take that risk. No. Like, and just They'll probably come back for a second date anyway. Yeah, leave them hanging, be a bit <laughs> nonchalant, see what happens. And then it's a funny story you can say if you end up on date two, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, so that 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 kiss, like... <laughs> um, do you find that people like, use you quite understanding about it? I know that a lot of people do like feel embarrassed to like, maybe like, speak up about it, but I think nine times out of ten, like people are quite understanding when you bring up you have got an allergy. Yeah, I think people are understanding. I think people um, become uh, uh, more curious when they find out something. So they want to um, hear more about it or learn more about it because maybe they don't know anyone else with an allergy. So I think our job as allergy, um, <laughs> allergy sufferers is to educate without preaching. Is to just to, you know, say this is what happens, this is maybe how it affects me. Like the girls in my dressing room in my job now, they are so incredibly thoughtful. They don't 
eat nuts. So if they've got something with nuts in, they'll be like, Catherine, can I eat this? And most of the time I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, like they're quite understanding about it. And it, yeah. like they always ask you, like, oh, am I safe to eat that? Because I've had that situation before where someone like brings in like, definitely if they've been abroad, they bring snacks in and they put it behind my desk. And a lot of time it is nuts. And like, I so you can't. Can't put that. But the <laughs> Do you mind just moving that yeah, over but there? Yeah, they, they are usually quite understanding as well. Like a lot of times, like people are like, "Oh no, it's fine, it's fine." So yeah. it's, uh, th- people are understanding if you tell them. If you don't tell them, they're not telepathic. Yeah. So and then also they can't help you if they don't know. It should anything go wrong. So we've got in terms of like going wrong. Have you had a, like a very serious like reactions in the past where you you had to use the epipen? There have been two um, that stick, um, like spring to mind. I can't remember how old I was, but I know I was still living at home. Um, and tes- a supermarket had um, a curry, but then changed a recipe. And on the packet, in the smallest writing ever, I remember, um, it said new recipe. But of course, if you have something all the time, then you continue to pick you it up. It's like question, your, why would it's you your safe it? food. Yeah, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think anything was different about um, the like the design on the packaging, but the recipe had changed. Turn it over, had cashews in. Um, and I used to live in the New Forest, and I remember the Coast Guard came out because an ambulance wasn't um, close enough, and that was the first time I was very, very unwell. Um, I remember them putting what are those things in those needles they put in you? Uh, Not the catheter. That's they the put you on the thing. drip, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember my mum's beige carpets just being like <laughs> a pool of blood because they were trying to like oh, get really? something in. Yeah, horrendous. So that Probably was like the adrenaline, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I just I remember being not well, and then the. Most so they, did they? Did you ring for an ambulance and then that my come, did. come to your house and then literally straight away put you on the drip? Yeah, I think it was. Um, I think it's like a, a saline solution, and they put something. We should know, but they put something in you. May, maybe it's like um, what are those tablets we take when we're unsure? If like we need today in our antihistamine. And that's it. I think it's like a really strong antihistamine. I think it might have been like a steroidy thing. Um, but then they have to load you up to like put things that we should know, put things in us to make us better. But um, the most recent one was when I was in Frankfurt with my mum. I was doing Cats on the West End. We had a week off. Um, and I remember we were meant to have two nights out in Frankfurt. But I had an audition. So I had to cancel my flight um, and then meet my mum out the next day. Being young and free and wild at the time, I didn't buy any travel insurance. I don't know why. I think it just escaped me. I always forget. Unless like, my mum was like, I you need know. to get it. Like, I always like completely forget all the but time. But this frightened know. me. Um, so we were in Frankfurt. We were in like some kind of supermarket cafe. And I remember asking, does this have nuts? I think it was like a pork strudel. Is that... Or was a schnitzel, one oh one's God, a dessert and one's a meat. And um, anyway, I ate it, and I remember feeling this the the sensation in your tongue and in your throat. And I remember trying to put a brave face on it. Took some antihistamines, and then we walked around an art gallery. And there was a point where my body went, "Nope, you've tried to fight this for long fight enough, this yeah. long enough." And I remember being in a supermarket being hot and taking my leather jacket off and mum being mum I don't feel boom on the floor 
And all I remember is opening my eyes to my mum's, like, hysterically screaming, someone help her. And we were, like, yeah. in the middle of this German mar- supermarket. And everyone's just like, what's going everyone's on? Everyone's watching. Yeah. I was told at Letty Date there were, like, uh, tourists um, that were taking photos. And it was horrendous. So and you have an allergic reaction and people are taking pictures? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. And what? so an ambulance was called, and luckily um, I was taken to hospital when it was okay. But um, I remember taking pictures and of myself the next day, and I just looked horrendous. Um, so it, it's tricky because um, to be abroad and to have something happen like that when you don't have travel insurance, that was definitely... A Quite scary, yeah. Yeah, terrifying. And then from then, I spent... A year hardly eating. Well, di- didn't they say as well? I um, I know we spoke briefly before the podcast that they wouldn't, they wasn't going to treat you until they was like, "Can you pay for this?" Yeah, um, I th- I think my mum handed over a credit card or something because they were very interested in how we were going to pay for it. Um, and of course, as our parents do, yeah, they, like I think I'm not surprised my mum threw her purse at them yeah. <laughs> to sort her out. Um, and I was very lucky, but. Um, and thank God I have my EpiPen. Otherwise, we may not be sitting here in this very fancy office doing this now. Well, that's what I mean. It's just so, so important to carry EpiPen. I've always been such a big advocate of it, definitely for for young people because they're most likely most at risk most of the time. And just like you sharing that story, it just goes to show that if you didn't have yeah. an EpiPen, then, what well, I mean, you exactly. might not be here to share this you know, story. So it's just... It's just crazy to think, like, I mean, what advice would you give to, you've had this experience, like, what advice would you give to young people who don't always carry the EpiPen? I would say, don't be stupid and carry your <laughs> EpiPen. Like, buy yourself the handbag or the coat with the pocket big enough for the two EpiPens. Yeah. <laughs> don't always go for the cheapest thing. Um, in terms of, you know, as we were speaking earlier, like flights or certain airlines I'll fly with if I'm working internationally with a musical. Um, I will only fly certain airlines because that's where I feel safe. They make me feel at ease. They have the policies in place. So you'd rather pay like a bit extra to get the more kind of premium airline, which mm. are going to take your algae much and more seriously. I think the same for restaurants as well. If I'm abroad, um, I've learned that if I stay in a five-star hotel, their restaurant will look after you and you'll be safe. Um, I was at, went to Lisbon last year and I ate out in a restaurant. They speak good English. They, you know, they, um, they have everything in place. So I always throw money at my allergy because my, to me, maybe not to everyone, my life is pli- uh, priceless. So I will always spend the money I need to feel safe. That's what I've always said that. I think if you're in a position where you can spend a bit of extra money eating out at mm-hmm. a nicer restaurant, then they are mostly going to take your res- or allergy more seriously. And I've had that before when I think I treat myself for my birthday. I went to Brighton and it was like a Michelin star restaurant and like the chef come out and like basically went through all the food with me. I was like, you're completely safe to eat the main starters, desserts. And yeah. Like desserts for me is like such a big thing. Like, yeah, so excited. Don't if eat it, dessert. Oh my God, I feel like <laughs> you can eat desserts. I'm like, yes. Do you know what I did find yeah. though? Have you seen the Nomo chocolate? Yes. Now, usually, I've already eaten mine today. I have one in my handbag. Have you? Yeah. I've already eaten it today, yeah. so I can't show you. But <laughs> um, just like 
<laughs> buying the chocolate that says it's safe, buying the 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 packaged food that you know has come from a place which isn't going to harm you. Yeah. And I know not everyone has like a lot of money, but I think we can be sensible in where we're placing things to make us. I'd, I've had them all before, actually. Um, I had it at like, the Free From Allergy show in London. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was really good, actually. Um, different to kind of like... Uh, it's bit, it's like a premium Kinderton, isn't it? Because like, I think that's where it's from. It's like a I separate think branch. I think it's branded, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. But um, I... Well, the flavours were good. Cause they do quite... They do like a selection now, is it? Yeah, they do fruit and ra- um, like a raisin. Are you and ambassador? <laughs> <laughs> If you want me to spo- uh, if you want to sponsor me, no, yeah. of course. But yeah, no, they do they do some great flavors. Do you prepare your food when you're doing shows? Do you eat out a lot, or do you actually bring in a packed lunch? I will try to bring in a packed lunch if the digs allows for it. If I'm just staying in someone's room or in a, like a hotel, you don't have a kitchen. Um, but then I have my safe places, so M um, and S, um, microwave meals. Like are they safe? Have you found their yeah, safe for you? I, yeah, they've please don't change M and S, but they have served me for all of my tours so far. You know, you get oh, your really? veg. Yeah, oh, okay. they're very, very good. Um and I I find I don't um eat very exciting food because I know what's safe, but then I can experiment in my kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but you just go to like Tesco's and just get like the microwave meals and they've always been safe. But I even even this is so not mad, but even though I eat the same meals, like I always check the packaging. Oh yeah, yeah. Before I, I put anything like, in my mouth, I check the packaging. Yeah, it's always best to like double check it because, like you said, with you, like the one day it might be safe to eat, and then the other day they might just like change the ingredients. I mean, I think now, like if someone did that and changed the ingredients, it would probably blow up over the Daily Mail and just be like, yeah, if someone had allergic reaction. I mean, there's a story today where someone got chucked off a flight because she had an allergy. Horrendous. Shouldn't be happening. Why does this happen? This has happened so much. Shouldn't like, be I've, happening. I've, I've, I've seen this airline? on the news. What was the it was an Argentinian one. I don't know oh. the name of it off the top of my head, but yeah. um, and basically just chucked off the flight. So I think she was from Wales or Swansea, and she went on this holiday. Or she was traveling with friends, and she has to get another flight because they chucked her off. I mean, it's crazy. And I've heard this happen like multiple times as well. I don't understand why companies that say the word companies it'd be like airline restaurants or whatever why everyone is so quick to want to resolve their responsibility of their customers and it's really hard as well because all these airlines have different policies so what's okay for one airline is probably not okay for the other one Mm. and i always i mean i've got a podcast coming out this week and we speak a bit about airlines on that and i think like there's such a long way to go i think airlines are really like lacking in regards to allergies, but I was like reading a book and obviously in terms of like safety on a plane, it's like so good because they learn from the mistakes. So if I say for plane crashes, they would share that case study with all the different airlines to Mm. see where they went wrong. So like the airline industry as a whole is like really, really, really safe. But in terms of allergies, it's it's, it's like the opposite and I can't get my head around it. I was like, as a whole, like as, as, as an industry, like they're amazing and like, there's very like few like casualties because they always share the information and, and, and everyone learns from that. But in terms of like allergies, I don't feel like any airline is actually learning from the mistakes and, and actually doing something about it. I mean, you've got EasyJet now who are not serving nuts, but yeah, I feel like there's still such a long way to go. Unfortunately, because airlines still allow people to bring nuts onto an aircraft, like 
it gets harder. And when you do ask for, or you go onto an aeroplane and you say, oh, I've got an allergy, I've got an EpiPen, and they can do an announcement. Unfortunately, people do roll their eyes if they, if, because it hasn't affected them. Maybe they don't have someone with an allergy within their friendship group or their family. Um, I've mm. definitely been sat on an aeroplane by myself and heard people saying, oh, is that really necessary? Oh, it's like smokers. Smokers can't smoke on an aeroplane. So for mm. seven, however many hours yeah, on an aeroplane, yeah. why can't people be satisfied with a crisp? And just like, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I'm putting someone else's life at danger. And like, and it's so frustrating. I get this, like, um, definitely on a train. So I'm getting a train back to Manchester on mm-hmm. Friday. And my anxiety is already like... Really? Yeah, just like, I feel like trains, like, I just feel so unease because there's been so many times where I've caught someone eating nuts, like, opposite me or next to me, and I've had to say something. And yeah. it happens so often. Like, people who just get a train just don't eat nuts. Like, and obviously, they don't do announcement on a train, so it's not like no. I can tweet them and be like, sorry, please can do an announcement. But they yeah. do have an intercom, so why why shouldn't they not do announcements? Mm. And I, do feel, I feel yeah. safer on a train than I would on an aeroplane because you're however many, I don't know how many thousand feet in the air and it's not like the movies where there would be a doctor there it's very unlikely very unlikely do you know what I mean I guess but I totally get it I know everyone has different um anxieties about their nuts and stuff and um I must admit I've come full circle from my anxiety I mean if I as I said if I'm feeling worried I don't eat and I'll go to MLS get my meal if I'm at work or um uh I'm trying to think like, if I was on a train and someone was eating nuts, I would probably just move. It's, it's not worth but, it, uh, is it yeah, yeah, everyone's... And it, I think you should do whatever what makes... You feel comfortable. ...your life easiest. And if it means, I don't know, moving seats, or if it means, you know, saying, I'm really sorry, there's not... I would move, but there aren't any other seats. I'm really allergic I, to nuts. Like, can we get there in one piece? Yeah. Do you mind putting them away? And I, I've, had, I've had that multiple times, and a lot of time that they are understanding. But, like... Like you mentioned, like I was literally on a, a tube yesterday and I seen someone pull out a bag of nuts and I literally just got off at the next stop. Yeah, it's like, just easier. It? Yeah, it's just easier though. I was like, well, there's no point making the force. I'm only on this tube for one, one stop. Like, mm. It's not going to kill me to go to the opposite end of the tube or the, and, and get off, you know what I mean? But have you seen, um, sorry, just to go off tangent, I was walking through Comp Garden today and there was like this stall with like roasted oh. nuts. I absolutely hate it. It is not necessary. Why is it there? They anyway, ran banned. over. Can we do it? Right. Can I we literally do? put my jumper over my mouth. I breathe through my nose. That may not be doing anything, but that oh like... My God. This song, look at this, it's so frustrating. Like, <laughs> like, literally, when I'm in London, like, I was, I remember my parents come down, and obviously, I don't really rent, like, venture out to Central. You just, when you, when you live in London, like, you don't go, it's full of tourists, it's stressful, you kind of avoid they it. They don't walk enough, quick enough on the pavement. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, babe. <laughs> and um, I'm such a Londoner now. And um, literally, I like, was, oh my God, so it's a bit like a maze. So, we was, was, I think, was like near London Bridge, and we had to walk across the bridge and there's no other way I had to walk past the nuts and I was like my anxiety was just like you can see the steam oh and in the steam like, you just see like death it's like, she's just, just like having to oh it's so shred I literally done the same I, I know I actually held my breath and went I do that too I literally like done like a power watch I passed everyone and but then you can smell got, it from the distance and I literally I was like oh my god I'm having a reaction I'm having a reaction I need some water because then my throat feels weird I'm like, and but it, then oh. uh, it's a thing where we have to do, be able to and you learn is it anxiety or is it anaphylactic like yeah. is it like oh my god that like, is a, like anxiety, an but like 
I don't know how close it would be to ha- going to anaphylactic shock, like stood Scary. near it. I just feel like they should get banned. I know what I'm after when this comes out. Let's shall we do like a little you know you know where people sign a petition? <laughs> yeah. Just ban them. Just get rid of them. If if you listen to this podcast, sign the petition. I'm gonna put it, the link in the description. <laughs> sign that petition and we're banning them. Like make it They're not necessary. Yeah. I get like the whole like veganism trend and people wanting to be healthy, particularly in my industry, where you know, um, I want to say this very loosely because it's not relevant for everyone. Like, you know, everyone has an image or something they want to portray. People are very into their fitness and um, so they want to eat healthily. So their go-to snack is nuts. So everywhere I look, mostly, there's going to be someone that's eating nuts at some point. Yeah. So all all (laughs) I want to say to you is you can get them in a shop. You don't need them roasted on the street as well. I've never (laughs) seen anyone actually buy them. That's the thing. So we... We were doing this in near King's Grass and we were like round the corner from Camden. You don't see any like anyone buying these roasted peanuts or but they're like, almonds or whatever. Th- this I don't guy even know had it. like three different nuts <laughs> and they were all steaming and it was full. And I'm thinking, you're not going to sell them uh. and you're making me feel <laughs> awful. So why are you. Oh, anyway. I get so stressed out. I either got across the road, but I remember like I was in such a situation. Like, I couldn't cross the road. Like, I had to get. From I wouldn't. A to I B. would. I would go. I would walk away, and I would go the long way round just to avoid it if I could. Oh God, if I could, like I, I don't even know if I could do that. It was like a weird maze that place. But I was like, what is going on? I oh God, I feel like I'm stressed now. <laughs> you don't, no, don't be stressed because <laughs> this is what we're, this is what we're trying to tell people is not ben, to be. Ben the anger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole podcast we've been like, be really chilled out, be and chill, calm. nonchalant. So it's like we talk about like roasted peanuts. Like I'm like, no. It's like the, you, everywhere you go, they're in like pubs, and now they're in cinemas. And I, I've recently noticed they're like sneaking into theatre snacks, yeah. guys. People don't need nuts to live, do they? Is there a condition no, where like people I've need to eat nuts? I mean, we can do, <laughs> do a bit of research. I've done that. Do, do, do nuts, like, what do they do? Protein, that's about it. Yeah. Uh. Just do a healthy, healthy gym snack. Just don't eat nuts. I've never really seen anyone eat nuts in the gym, though. But I don't yeah, know. but they're in all those protein bars, that, I don't they? even go to the gym anymore. Do you? Don't have time. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think... I think we're going to end it on that. How long have we been chatting for? We've been oh chatting for like 46 minutes. That's I really, long. I really hope there's some interesting I and useful we, things and I haven't just been talking I mean, we've got the rubbish. petition. We found out about your yeah, allergic reaction. Like you, I think we got, yeah, it's been really good and it's been great to have you on board and now you kind of like vocalise your allergy and I think that would help a lot of other people in the same situation because yeah. like I said, a lot of young people do feel embarrassed about it and by you talking to me today in such a very conversational way and how mm. you you don't have to like we said you don't have to stand on a table and be like I've got an allergy yeah. like you can literally just be like say it in conversation and yeah people, you have to take yeah. responsibility for your allergy because unfortunately not you have to look after number one so which is you yeah well, yeah you have to and um as long as you're not an idiot about it, I think it's okay to let people know. Because if they don't know, then how how can they, one, help if necessary, or how could they not bring nuts into your workplace? Or Do, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, it's, it's really important to take ownership and to not, and, and to limit the limitation of having of an allergy. The risk. It's always like reducing the risk and mm. being, I've always said like being vocal is just like one part of it. And if you can just, Make sure that everyone's aware of your allergy and just like just oh you know what guys like, I've got an allergy just so you're aware yeah. don't eat nuts near me or if you are go to a restaurant I can't eat there and it's just like being just like being quite vocal and just like 
trying to normalize it more than anything. I think this is what the whole podcast is trying to do in that sense. Yeah, and I think it's really important that people have their EpiPens. 100%. That's one yeah. thing I want to say. Underline, italic, bold, carry your EpiPens. Carry EpiPen. Because the one time you don't have it, that's when something will happen. Yeah, I'm going to make that in a quote. Are you? Yeah. Should we do yes. like a little social post? Yeah. You know when you have like certain conversations, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take that snippet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'll be the stick. Painting no, that. Uh, see, I, the snippet is going to be the roasted nuts. Is it? And then, <laughs> and, then the, and, then, and then the description be like, sign it. Imagine, imagine if this goes viral. I'm trying to imagine think how I can make people, this happen. Imagine if we banned it from a conversation over a podcast. But yeah, it's... It, Nuts should be banned on airlines. Oh my God, we're going to contact the... Pre- oh, right. I, this is going to happen. P- smokers don't have their cigarettes. People do not need peanuts. There are some air- airlines in yeah. um, America that don't have them. I would offer people a pretzel. I take extra nut-free snacks. A few on flights a are doing that now. I think like is it Virgin do pretzels now? Yeah, but I've I've, I've I've had I've had a few bad experiences, but yeah, it's just it's very frustrating isn't it sometimes. Right. But let's use our frustration for good. Yeah, that's what I mean. If we can do it for a good cause and raise awareness and actually help other people. That's that, that's the aim. That's the aim. The aim of the game. Of made yeah. may contain. May contain. <laughs> My friends say that all the time. I'll be sat, sat, sat at work and everyone would be like, may contain. I'm like, they say it this like out the blue. I'd be like, I'm a desk. I'm like, guys, shut up. <laughs> it, could, it could be a feature film. Feature film. Should we do it? A little documentary. I want to be a leading lady. There you go. Finally. We've got we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been thank an absolute you. pleasure. I know you are super busy and I know you you're here, there and everywhere. So I'm very happy no to mad. get you down for one hour. And it honestly it's been it's been really helpful and it's been really insightful to hear about your oh. experiences. And I'm sure I've had a good helps. time, so thank yeah, you. It's been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I say that line on every podcast. Oh, it's been fun. Do you mean it? I imagine if someone just turned around and be like, No, like no, I, I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it. <laughs> And it's going with that line. I don't know. It's just like the go to line. Oh, yeah, it's had fun. And I imagine someone's going to turn around one day. No, I, I didn't enjoy it. No, no, this, 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 <laughs> this platform is going to do great things. Let's, yeah, fingers crossed. Like, yeah, keep at it. Work yeah. hard. But, um, but yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And if you guys like the podcast, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes. Um, I really appreciate that. And all your support has been absolutely incredible. Um, do subscribe to the Make and Same podcast. Like the more people subscribe, the more listeners. And if you like the podcast, make sure to share it with like a family member or a friend. Or the more people we can get the message out there, the more we can kind of raise awareness uh, about the state of allergies. And they don't have an allergy. They don't have to have an allergy to listen to the podcast. Might might not have an allergy, and it could it could educate them. So yeah, it kind of hits hits both markets in that sense. But yeah, thanks again for being on the podcast, and speak to you guys soon. Bye.